Hello all and welcome to the Christian Cornerstone Podcast, where God is still building. I want to thank everyone for all the prayers and support, for without you, a stone could be rejected. I'm your host, Minister Kelly Smalley, so together, let's let God build. So on today's podcast, I want to speak to you about spiritual growth here on the Christian Cornerstone Podcast. And as far as spiritual growth goes, I'm talking about spiritual beginnings as a newborn Christian. I'm so happy that if you are a newborn Christian and you are listening to this podcast, I want to personally welcome you to the best family that you could ever be a part of. Welcome to the Christian family of fellowship, honor, love, fellowship, compassion. Um, There's so many things that you could honestly call this family um, that you have now joined. So this is mostly for you. As a new Christian, as a newborn Christian, um, after you have accepted Jesus into your life, I know that you are making a lot of lifestyle changes Um, A lot of changes in friends, a lot of changes in um, habits at home as far as, um, you know, putting away the remote, putting away the game consoles, and actually taking time to um, dig into the Word, um, get bigger in your prayer life, um, do a lot of uh, different things um, in your life that are the complete opposite of what you were doing before. Um, I know my uh, personally, it, you know, there were a lot of difficult choices I had to make when I first accepted Christ. Um, there was um, a lot of things I had to change in my life as far as um, friends, um, people that I spoke with, um, people that I talked to and hung out with at work. Um, There's a lot of personal choices and changes that I had to make Um, to actually get my life to line up with the Word. Um, I know that transition can be kind of rough because I know you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings as far as friends goes. I know you don't want to hurt anybody as far as family goes. Um, I know that you don't want to um, cause any upsets or anything like that. But, um, you know, we have to um, pick up that cross and bear it daily. We We have to pick it up and... And we have to be obedient to what it is that we are supposed to be doing as a newborn Christian. Um, So please um, make sure that you really listen to this segment, soak everything in. I'll be giving you some Bible verses and talking to you about some things. And I hope that um, you really can soak in. Please make sure that if you have any messages or comments, please leave them and I would love to hear them. Hey everyone, so the first thing I want to talk to you about, um, the verse I'm going to throw at you is from 1 Peter, and it's chapter 2, it's verses 2 through 3. And as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. If so be ye have tasted the Lord is gracious. So as a newborn Christian, Whenever you start making these transitions and you start getting closer to God and you start getting in your word, you're going to 
start seeing a lot of things different. God's going to open up your eyes. He's going to open up your mind. He's going to open up your heart um, to receive his word. And and it's just like as if you were a newborn child, um, as far as a baby, um, you know, you had to have the nutrients. You had to have, um, you know, milk from the mother. You had to have um, you know, you had to have that for the nutrients and for the things that you needed for your body to grow. That's the same thing with this. You have to really get into the word. You have to, um, you know, and the thing is, is you have to do it in moderation. Um, you know, because you don't want to overbear yourself because too much of a good thing can be bad. You don't want to overbear yourself. You want to start off slow. And what you want to do is whenever you first start off, is you first off, you want to study the word. You do want to study the word, and whenever you start studying the word, um, um, but whenever you start studying the word and everything else, what you're going to do is whatever you study, is you're going to meditate on that. You're going to meditate on on what God has gave you. You're going to meditate on that so that you can actually soak it in, okay? And as you do that, you're going to have to put your trust in God to actually give you. Then you know, give you what you need out of what you're studying to actually see behind the verse. Because I know that seeing the verse and seeing behind the verse is two different things. So you're going to have to really, really trust God and put your faith in God to actually show you what it is that He is wanting to show you as you're reading the Word to, to know more about Him. Um, and one of the biggest things that you want to do is you want to have is you want to pray for knowledge and wisdom that way you can actually soak in what God is wanting you to hear and what God is showing you um, through His Word. Um, the biggest key to be able to do all of that is obedience. Without obedience, um, none of that can really come about because again, as ch as as a child of God, we have to be obedient, especially as a newborn as a newborn Christian, as a newborn babe in Christ, is we have to learn the big key of obedience. Um I know that myself personally, you know, I I'm not gonna say I was a rebellious child, but of course I didn't mind all the time. I was a pastor's child, so therefore, you know, pastor's children sometimes has that knack for being a rebellious person. Sometimes we have that, um, we have that knack of, you know, um, you know, trying to, I guess, I guess we have that knack of just always trying to be, um, all we can be as far as a pastor's child. Well, we kind of do too much and then we end up hitting that rebellious stage because we know that nobody is seeing what it is we're trying to put out there as a pastor's child. Um, so, we kind of have to, so we kind of hit that rebellious stage. Um, I know a lot of other uh, men and you know men and women um, who I went to church with that I've worked with and things like that who have been you know who have been or still are a pastor's you know pastor's son or daughter, and they all tell me you know yeah I did have that rebellious stage. I had that time where I still felt like. Um, I was trying so hard to not mess things up that I still mess things up. But when I started messing things up, I kept messing things up. Um, so um, that's where the biggest key is. You know, you have to really, really learn to be obedient. Um, because as myself, um, I know that there is a podcast coming up soon where I'll actually be giving you my testimony. Um, that way you can actually um, listen to that. I've also got some other people that's going to come in with the podcast and also help do some testimonies as well. So um, so be looking forward to that for sure. Um, it's going to be really, really good. So make sure that you tune in for that. As a matter of fact, um, 
next week I have a lady that's going to be coming and doing her um, testimony for you guys. So I hope that you really um, tune in and enjoy that. That's actually going to be next Friday. So next Friday, make sure that you um, be watching and be looking for it um, and everything else. So that's going to be really, really great. And y'all will love it, I'm sure. Um, but... I know that that's one of the things that she's going to be talking about too. Is learning is is, is um, um, how she learns the hard way on being obedient. It does it does take time to learn obedience as a new baby in Christ because you still have a part of that flesh with you, and so you kind of have to really, um, like I said, study and meditate and trust God and pray for that knowledge and wisdom and understanding, um, to where you can learn to flush that flesh out and begin to bring that um, the Holy Spirit more into your life. Um, I know that um, as a newborn Christian there is also things um, that um, you know as far as the servants goes as far as the new servanthood goes and I'll talk about that here in the next segment. Um, so you know go back and listen to what I've said um, so far, as far as the new baby in Christ, again, that scripture is from First Peter um, chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. Um, the big key points of obedience is starting out as a new baby in Christ is study the word, meditate, trust God, and prayer for knowledge and wisdom. And I'm going to add one more in there. I'm going to add faith. Because, and faith, and I'm also going to go ahead and add prayer. Um, I know that you're praying for knowledge and wisdom because you're having to go in there and you're getting, and you're getting, um, as verse 2 of, of 1 Peter says in chapter 2, um, you know, desire the sincere milk of the word um, that you may grow thereby. So, prayer is one of the biggest things as well. Um, you know, find time to actually pray and get with God and and also make sure that you have faith because trusting in God is one thing, but you have to have faith as well. Um, I know that um, I do want to get some key points and everything else. At my church, there's a pastor. Um, his name is Willie Wilson. Um, wonderful pastor, great man of God, awesome man of faith. He actually does a faith class um, at our church. Um, I would actually um, like to get some um, some things from him as well. Hopefully, I can get an interview set up with him, um, so you can actually listen to some some faithful words that he's got. Um, he's a very powerful speaker on faith, and you'll love that. Um, but listen to the next segment. The next segment is going to be on servanthood as a newborn Christian. So I will be right back. Hey everyone and welcome back to Christian Cornerstone Podcast and on this podcast um, today we're talking about spiritual growth and we went over the first part um, desiring the sincere milk of the word um, also as spiritual beginnings as a newborn Christian. Um, I went over some key points again that ver uh, the verses that I read was first Peter chapter 2 verses 2 through 3 and um, we spoke about a few key points for obedience as far as studying the word meditating trusting God um, prayer for um, knowledge and wisdom that also 
prayer in itself and also faith. Those are the points that I did um, have in the last segment. Now we're actually going to go over into servanthood as a new Christian. The big thing is, is I know that a lot of people sometimes when they take something on, they want to do as much as they can. They want to get out there. They want to do, 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 do. And that's not a bad thing, but you don't want to overwhelm yourself. Like I said, do things in moderation. Um, go volunteer at your local church's food pantry. Um, go out and help churches um, possibly do soup kitchens, work on homes. Um, you know, little little things that you know that you can go out and do with your church. Um, also, if you if you have a big enough church, or does, or no matter what size church you have, if you have outings as far as men's retreats, women's retreats, I know in Alabama, um, and I know there's places all over the United States who has ramp. Um, if you ever if you ever go to the ramp, that's a great thing to go to, especially as a newborn Christian, because that is where you are surrounded by so many elders and so many other men and women. Um, who are so in tune with God to where you can learn so much um, because elders are some of the best ways that a newborn Christian can learn so much about God and the Word and just that you can learn so, so much. Um, but the next part where I'm going to talk about the servanthood as far as being a newborn Christian is it's going to be Colossians chapter 3 and it's going to be verses 23 through 24. So verse 22 says, Servants obey all things your masters according to the flesh not with eye service as men pleasers but in singleness of heart fearing God so I'm going to stop there for a second okay this kind of is one of those this is this is one of those things from whenever I was praying about this and asking God you know um, you know how I was supposed to talk about this it's, it, it kind of came to me as like a is like a layered verse here um, when it comes to flesh Okay, yes, you have to obey the masters according to the flesh. Okay, you have, you know, you have the law um, set down by men. You know, you have to obey that. If you don't, you're going to have legal issues. Been there, done that. Um, that'll be in my testimony. So, um, I'll elaborate more on that. Um, but then you've also got, um, uh, you know, you've got the court system. You have, um, you know, you have the entire justice system. Then you have the government. You know, you have things that you, that you are supposed to do. Um, but then you have also another thing. Then, in, in as far as inside of the church um, and everything else, you also have leaders there. You also have masters that are there um, that you are supposed to obey as far as your senior pastor, associate pastor, leadership. Um, you're supposed to, you know, listen to them. Um, you know, and the reason why I say, you know, all things according to your, you know, uh, uh, all things your masters according to the flesh is because, um, you know, when you're in church and everything else, you know, if, if you, you know, decide that you want to go out and you want to do as far as if you want to volunteer, and things, you're going to have people that are, that are set ahead of you. And there's going to be things that they're going to ask you to do and they're going to tell you to do and everything else. So they want you to do that. Okay. Not with eye service. As verse 22 says, not with eye service as men pleasers, okay, whenever a pa whenever your pastor or assistant pastor or leadership or government officials or police officers, whatever, if they ask you to do something or they tell you or whatever, um, do that not as to try to get glory and honor for yourself, 
don't do that is to be, um, you know, to look good. Um, because if you do that, then you're kind of really going out in left field. You're going to end up getting a, a big head, getting a sense of pride, not really going to do anything for yourself. Um, it's going to really hinder you in the end. So, but at the end of that verse, it says, but in singleness of heart. Do it from the heart because God knows the intentions of your heart. So whenever you are told to do something and you do it, do it out of the singleness of heart, fearing God. Okay, so we're going to go on to the next verse. In 23, it says, And whosoever you do, do it heartily. So there, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. So, that really ties in together. And whosoever you do, as verse 23 says, do it heartily, okay, as to the Lord and not unto men. So, therefore, that verse is basically telling you, whatever you do, do it heartily. Do it from the heart because God, again, knows the true intentions of your heart. He's going to know whether you're doing it for man's pleasures as far as trying to look good, um, trying to trying to show off, trying to, you know, be basically puffed up, trying to make yourself, you know, trying to make yourself proud. Um, you know, don't do anything unto men. Do it unto the Lord, because because when you start doing things unto the Lord, you're gonna get bigger and and you're gonna get bigger and better results in your faith and your walk with God. Um, verse twenty three and chapter three of Colossians says, "Knowing that of the Lord, you shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ." So, if you're doing things, and you're doing things right in your heart, you're doing it for the right reasons, you're doing it for God, not men, you're going to know that. God's going to let you know that you have done that, and you're going to receive the reward of the inheritance. And as a newborn babe in Christ, that's one of the things that your pastors or your leadership or an elder, somebody's going to go over with you is once you have became part of the Christian family, once you gave your life over to God, there's going to be so much that he's, you're going to, you know, he's, you know, you're going to have a place with him in heaven. You're going to sit, you know, you're going to sit by his side. You know, he's going to make you a ruler over many things. So therefore, you know, as, as God, as Jesus has gotten an inheritance from his father, so will you have an inheritance. Okay. So Whenever you, you know, be obedient and you go do and you're doing it for the right reasons, you're doing it for the reasons of being a Christian, you know, you're doing it with the right heart and the right spirit and the right mindset and everything else, then it's verse 24 just said, you shall receive the reward of the inheritance for ye serve the Lord Christ and I will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm back. And this last little part is not going to be very long, but this is the last little part right here. And it is, with obedience, 
you will grow. Be obedient to God. And the more you're obedient and you do what God asks you to do and you are, you know, going in your word deeper to know more about God and, and you're and you're seeking God and you're and you're basically as you're seeking God, you know, you are you know, you're you're finding more out about God as you're seeking him and that way the more you can the more you can do and and the more you can just serve God and be and be and just you know, be everything that God wants you to be. Um, and with obedience, you will grow. Um, you know, after you hear my testimony, you will know that. You will, you will, you will hear that. Even with some of the other testimonies that, that I've got coming for you guys, um, you know, you'll hear about, um, you know, with obedience and, and serving God, that, you know, you will grow. And the verse that I do want to leave you with um, tonight um, is... Um, it's 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 a very it's it's a short verse, um, and it comes out of Psalms chapter ninety two verse twelve. That verse says, "The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree; he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon." That is such a transition from a palm tree to a cedar. You will flourish. You will rise up like a palm tree. Because a, a palm tree don't take that long to grow. But in the end, you shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. A cedar is so big and it's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. They, they are such beautiful trees. And just knowing that you will grow like a cedar just you know you will you know you will have such a beautiful and wonderful and fulfilling walk with God that you will just when you look back years down the road from now you'll be like oh my gosh I cannot believe that you know I have you know that my life went from this to this um so again, like I said, the points um, that I went over as far as studying the word, meditate, trust in God, pray for knowledge and wisdom, um, work on your prayer life, and also work on faith, and then also work on servanthood. You know, go out and volunteer, but again, make sure you do it for the right reasons. You know, pray and ask God to find something for you to do like that. Okay, and then with obedience you will grow you know again verse verse 12 in Psalms 92 says the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon so again I hope that this has been helpful again if you have any questions or comments or messages um, for the Christian Cornerstone podcast I welcome them. Please leave a message. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, also, you can find me on Facebook um, at Minister Kelly Smalley. Um, my, uh, my Facebook page as well is Kelly Smalley. You can find me. Um, you know, send me a friend's request, shoot me a message, or find my page. Um, I would love to hear from you guys. Um, so again, I'm I'm gonna 
um, go ahead and say a prayer and in this and in this and in this particular podcast, and I will talk to you all next week. Lord, I come to you asking that you give wisdom and knowledge to fellow Christians and newborn born again sanctified by the blood new to the family Christians Lord I just ask that you put a hedge of protection around them and help them in your word and help them do whatever it is that you have in their destiny and in your will for them to do and Lord I just pray that while they're serving you and doing your will that you just bless them and give them the knowledge and the strength to do everything that's in your will for them to do in your holy and precious name I pray Amen.